Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. What is up, my friends? You are very welcome along to Monday night's Late Night Agenda. Pleasure to be here with you guys as always. And the good news is, the weekend's now out of the way. Next weekend, the Reds are back in action. So, we're nearly there. We've nearly gotten through it. I always find that the first weekend of the international break is the toughest part of it for me. Once we get through that weekend and we can look towards this Saturday... I start to relax a little bit. Now, of course, our boys are still on international duty and we have to make sure they all come back safe and sound with no injuries and whatnot. But so far, so good. So, yeah, how are we all doing? Uh, JC Galvanil, first, uh, thank you with an eye to you, sir. I had seen that you gifted 10 Anfield Agenda memberships, my man. Much love to you. Really appreciate your support. And I'm sure that uh, the people who've received those memberships do as well. So thank you for that, first and foremost. Colin said, had to wish you this for the big day. Happy birthday, cutie. Oh, I'll take it. I'll take it, Colin. Uh, like I was saying earlier in the Discord... Everything you've done for me in this community, you're an absolute, you're the absolute best. Thank you, Colin. It's very kind of you, dude. Um, look, as I say, mate, we're all in this together, and I appreciate it. I've even broke out a new T-shirt for the day. Just when you thought you'd seen all Craig's Adidas T-shirts, I go and get myself a couple more. I really should be sponsored by Adidas, shouldn't I? I mean, I know I'm not really their target demographic. I'm hardly an athlete, but I give them a fair amount of my money. I can say that much for Adidas. Uh, and again, look, thank you to everyone who's saying happy birthday. Obviously, I can't go through and thank you all individually. We'd be here all night, but I do really, really appreciate it. Um, 39.3 today. So there we go. Right. Love you, Paul. Happy birthday. Thank you. Appreciate you. So look, loads to go through on tonight's stream. Uh, Darwin Nunes has been put in the Cannonball team of the week as well for the South American qualifiers, which is great news to see as well. He's been uh, well received on international duty. Sith said, happy birthday, had a bad day, so came here. I'm sorry to hear you've had a bad day, my man. I hope I can make it a little bit better for you. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm sorry to hear you've had a bad day. Uh, could be worse, though. I mean, I'm having a bad day here as well, looking at the numbers. I thought we turned a corner on the channel. It seems like the channel's dead again, and it worries me. It very, very much worries me. This is what freaks me out of the international breaks is you get these numbers beforehand, and you're thinking, yes, we've turned a corner. And then they go, here's an international break to kill off the momentum you've built up again. So I'm hoping that people start coming back and um, we haven't lost a load of viewers because 
it scares the shit out of me every time we do an international break. On another note, I love Bowen and he would be class, said Colin. Thank you for that, Colin. Uh, Nathan Allen said, Bowen to replace Salah, don't make me laugh. He's nowhere near it. If Salah goes, we need an all-out Mbappe or someone of that quality, not a maybe. So let me just say first and foremost, it isn't me that came up with the Jared Bowen option as a replacement. The Athletic are the ones who've mentioned that Jared Bowen, along with numerous others, I should say, is uh, being looked at as a potential. Now, I'm in the middle. I think Jared Bowen is better than he gets credit for, but I also understand wholeheartedly that he isn't Mohamed Salah. And he's also going to be, I think, 27 by the time we would get to sign him if we did go in for him. I think if my memory's right, his birthday is December and he turns 27. So... For the money that West Ham would ask for him, it would be it would be unusual for FSG to sanction that, I feel, for somebody who's going to be 27 years of age. Um, but we can talk about that. There are other players who've been linked as well, so it's not just Jared Bowen. So, uh, yeah. But I want to just make clear as well, the Athletic did not come up with a £60 million valuation. That's from a previous uh, article that was put up. It was the, you know, we're trying to find a number because I've no idea what Jared Bowen's market value is. And there was an article in the past there that said £60 million was the number. Three weeks ago, actually, um, West Ham are going to look for £60 million if they move on Bowen. So that's where the number came from as well. Uh, thank you, Mikhail. Appreciate you. Bowen would be another Jota for me. Look, Bowen would be grand. Like, I, I like Jared Bowen as a football player. But yeah, you can't come in here with, in all seriousness and say that he'll come in and do Mohamed Salah things. He wouldn't. He'd do well. He's a good footballer, Jared Bowen. Works very hard. Um, and there's a lot to like about him. But yeah, to say you're going to replace a legendary goal scorer at Liverpool with Bowen would kind of leave a lot of fans scratching their head. I think we'd be more understanding if you were looking at somebody maybe 21, 22, 23 that has a really high ceiling. Somebody like Nico Williams, the younger brother of Inyaki Williams at Athletic Bilbao. And I'll move to speak about him a little bit later on as well. Uh, Adi Amy's class and can get to the Salah levels. Yes, he can. We tried or we were linked with Adi Amy before uh, before the Dortmund uh, career of his exploded. Um, and look, Adi Amy, I love. Adi Amy is a very, very good young footballer. And I think a lot of us would be more than happy to have Kareem Adi Amy in a Liverpool shirt at some point. Craig, thoughts on the Pogba situation? So I knew there was a couple of things that I would have to reply to tonight and the Pogba situation being one of them. Look, you always have to allow these things to run their course, but if indeed he has been found with testosterone, is it, in his system, uh, or excessive levels of testosterone or something like that in his system, uh, then he deserves whatever is thrown at him. But like everything else, you've got to let these things run their course and... Um, See what comes out. But look, I'll tell you what's been reported. So, breaking, Paul Pogba has tested positive for testosterone after Udinese Juventus on August the 20th. He has three days to produce a counter-analysis of the result. If found guilty, doping bans carry suspensions between two to four years. Um, but how would anybody notice? Because Pogba does nothing anyway, other than make the headlines for the wrong reasons. Um... It's been a weird old career for Paul Pogba. It really has. I mean, the man has immense talent. I think nobody would disagree with that. But it's very fleeting in his use of that immense talent. And if you throw in a ban on top, 
it just looks like things are getting worse and worse and worse for Juventus who were, you know, already struggling and reeling from previous disasters and PR disasters at the club. But uh, look like any other player. If you're found to have taken something that is on the banned list, then, you know, you have to go through the process and take whatever outcome is the right one. So I'm not going to say he's guilty or not guilty. I've got no idea. But if he's been found with testosterone or elevated levels of testosterone in the system, then I'm sure they've got to answer that. So we'll see what happens. Uh, bonus three goals and one assist this season after four matches so he won't be a full replacement but he will fill a gap there's no Salah like out there said Ramet or Ranesh excuse me so there's a few names and we'll touch on a few of them tonight I mean we all know about Kavarachelia we all know about Rafa Liao. Uh as I said earlier on uh, Nico Williams is a name that's come up as well a couple of times the younger brother of Inyaki Williams who more people may know about um, and it's going to be interesting to see how the club go about replacing Mohamed Salah when he moves on. Um, I think it's going to be next summer. So if it is going to be next summer, I think Liverpool should be looking to... Succession plan now is the right term, I think. Uh, Lucas said, found out Leo has a release clause. Oh, does he? Oh, hello. I didn't, I didn't know if he did or didn't have a release clause, but I do like the idea of a release clause because we love a release clause, Lucas, don't we? We're very good at triggering those release clauses. What about Vinny Jr.? Again, his name was mentioned in an article, Mikey, which seems crazy, right? Because I don't think even the most deluded of us Liverpool fans think we can go in there and start poaching Real Madrid's top players. There would have to be a reason why Vinicius Jr. would want to leave Real Madrid. And at the moment, I'm not aware of any such reason. But, I mean, look, if you're running a list of targets or great players in, in wide positions in the world, you would have Vinicius Jr. on that list, definitely. But... The realistic side of it is, we're not going to be going to buy Vinicius Jr. off Real Madrid. Uh, Nico is good and won't cost that much. Would be uh, up for a move for him in January, said Nkosi. Yeah, I've been... So, I knew a lot more about Inyaki Williams. And, you know, had watched Inyaki Williams develop at Athletic Bilbao. Um, started to see more and more of Nico Williams, obviously, over the last year. And he certainly looks like the more the more talented of the two Williams brothers. But, you know, in fairness to them, two two very good football players. Um, but yes, it's no surprise to me that Nico Williams is on the list because I think he should be on the list. Only one person to fill the role. I, again, I don't know, Stevie. It's a difficult one because we can all sit here and say it's going to be pretty much impossible to go out there and find one person who can who can take those numbers on board to the goals and assists that we get from Mohamed Salah. So yeah, I think I'm interested to see what, what the club look to do. Do they go and bring in a like for like replacement or do they maybe bring in two players? And I guess we're going to find out over the course of the next six to nine months. What does the chat think of Olmo from Leipzig? Okay. Well, I'll tell you what, let's get a poll on the go. So we'll get, We'll do a bit of a transfer transfer window um, final eight. So give me eight names of players that you would like to see. And we'll do two polls. The first poll will take the top two answers. The second poll will take the next top two answers. And then we'll have a final to see who you guys think. So let's go with poll number one. I'm just going to put Salah replacement at the top of it so we can keep it short. Uh, right, let's go here. 
Right, so let's go. Well, I have some big hitters in each one and some off the off the cuff ones. So let's start off with Kavara. Uh, let's go with him. I'm not writing out his whole name because I, I, I don't want to be here all day. Um, other ones. We'll leave Rafferty out for the second one. So Port. Right, I need more names. Give me another name. Who have we got on the list? Uh, Latoro is not in any way a replacement. Valverde is not realistic as much as I'd love him. Uh, yeah, we'll put that one in. One second. Now, remember, I'm going to split these up, so I'm going to have some of the other big hitters in the second poll. Um, I'm just trying to fill this one out with some realistic options. One second. Do, 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 do. Right, I need one more name for the second. Well, yeah, I'll go with Bowen. Let's put Bowen in this one. See what people think. Right, so here's poll number one. So the first set of four players that I've asked you to vote on are Kavaradona, uh, Nico Williams, Chiesa and Bowen. So the top two in that will go through and then we'll have another semi-final where we'll put in the likes of Rafa Liao and a few other names. I have a few couple of super chats to get back to. Sith said, hi me again. My birthday is on Thursday, September. Um, best. Well, happy birthday to you, man. Happy birthday. It's really weird today, right? My daughter's boyfriend's here and it's his birthday today as well as mine. So I he came in the door and I said, happy birthday. And he said, thank you. Happy birthday. It was very weird. I don't think I've ever been in that position. Uh, apparently we were after Elmas from Napoli, 23 year old Macedonian could see him as a signing alongside Andre in January. I, look, I don't see Argent that we need to bring in two more midfielders. And I think Elmas was somebody we looked at before we did our business this summer. Um, he was certainly looked at, you're absolutely right in that regard. But I don't think he's somebody we'll revisit um, unless we move away maybe from Andre. And that's going to be the interesting thing for me is to see what the club do with regards to Andre in January. Do we go back in or do we leave it? I hope we go back in, by the way. Because I always thought of him as a potential Thiago replacement. Because Thiago, of course, moving on at the end of this season. I mean, we'll get more in, don't worry. This is poll number one. We'll have poll number two. And I know that there's some names being thrown around in the chat there. I will get to the likes of Elise, Rafaleo, um, Adiemi, and who else will I put in the next one? There was one more name, I think, that we should be realistically thrown in there. Who was it? Um, Matoma's not going to happen. There's one more name I've seen there. Somebody. Yeah, okay. I know where we're at now. Right, so more news. Let's go through with some more news. So, a bit of good news is that Jurgen Klopp has, uh, has pretty much rubbished the idea that he's going to go and manage Germany. But, according to Mirror Sport... I don't know how to perceive this, so I'm going to ask you to let me know how you how you perceive this. So, Jurgen Klopp has an exit clause in his contract, which means Liverpool will help to facilitate a return to Germany when the time comes. I don't know what that means. And I've read that maybe 10 times today, and I still don't know what it means, because it's very vague. What does the clause mean? They'll help him pack his bags and, you know, help him get a flight back over to Germany? Are they talking about the German national team job? Um, I really don't know what to make of it, but 
to my knowledge, I don't think Jurgen Klopp has ever broken a contract. So I don't think there's any fear of him leaving um, before 2026. Julian Nagelsmann's the name that I keep seeing mentioned with the German job. Uh, I've I've watched Kubo, right, Manya, Manya, and I don't know about Kubo. I don't know if he has a like he broke through, and if I'm not mistaken, didn't he come through at Real Madrid or something like that? Kubo or Barca, he was at one of the big clubs, and he was on loan at Mallorca at one point. I remember, and he's always shown signs of it, but not enough consistency. But maybe that's changed over the last year. But from what I remember seeing Kubo first coming through, I was um I was a bit doubtful. So, before we do get on the way tonight, though, I want to give a shout-out to our amazing sponsors, Oosh.com. Oosh is the home of giveaways, whether it be cars, cash, tech, holidays, or those all-important Liverpool or Manchester United football club packages. Our friends at Oosh have got you covered. There is two major draws this week that I want to bring your attention to. Uh, the first one is, how about winning a trip to Liverpool versus Manchester United this week because that's when the draw is taking place the draw will be announced on thursday the 14th of september it is limited to 195 entries into this one and the prize is an absolute belter two tickets to see liverpool versus manchester united at anfield on the 16th of december two seats both seated together in the cup one night's accommodation at the uh, adagio hotel liverpool city center breakfast included don't you know as well as 300 euro and ryanair vouchers or you can take the cash alternative if you so prefer and it is 15 euro to enter but not for you guys if you use our discount code aa10 that will get you 10 percent off meaning 13 euro 50 and you can enter to win tickets to Manchester United versus Liverpool, flight vouchers, accommodation, and two seats in the cup together. Remember, it's limited to just 195 entries if you want to try your look at that one or the big one, which is going to be announced on the 11th of October. €50,000 cash tax-free and it is €9 Euro to enter that. But again, not for you guys. You get 10% off, meaning it's €8.10. Euro and 10 cent. and uh, yeah, 50 grand cash. The draw will be announced on Wednesday, the 11th of October, on the official Oosh Facebook page, where they conduct all of their draws live, so you guys can see that there is no shenanigans. And again, much love to our friends at Oosh. Uh, Arjun, thank you for your super chat. I don't know why you redacted the message, but appreciate your, uh, your comment. Uh, thoughts on Johan Bakayoko from PSV. I know of him, but I wouldn't like it and say I've watched much of him. I had seen somebody else in the Premier League. Was it West Ham? Somebody was looking at Bakayoko um, at the end of the window. I just can't remember who it was. Now, when I remember seeing Liverpool being linked to him, Argent, uh, the first thing I seen was people in the Netherlands being very confused, saying that it's very early for even a club like Liverpool to be looking at this guy, that he's not had enough of a sample size yet. That's what I remember reading, but again, I'm going to be honest and say I've not watched anything of him playing, so um, yeah, I'll leave it to you to decide if he's good enough or not. Happy birthday, said Liz, you're a light on this dark day. Thank you, and of course, to all of our friends in the United States, uh, it never, you know, it never escapes my attention that today is a very solemn day for our friends in America, so uh, to everyone that, you know, was affected by September the 11th, of course, our thoughts are with you today. Happy birthday, Craig. You're a star. Well, thank you very much. Um, 
I'm very scared though about our numbers falling down. I'm I'm always like this on international breaks, and I was buzzing beforehand. You know, we're going to the international break with great numbers, six, seven thousand in streams, and and now, well, look, it's up to sixteen hundred, so that's not too bad. Just because it's your birthday, I'll give you more money. I guess said Colin, dude. Don't put yourself into a, a, a tricky position. Appreciate the super chats and all, but they, they aren't necessary, dude. But, you know, you're very kind. Right, so let's have a look at this poll anyway. The first semi-final and see how it's going. So, Cavaradonna is top of the list. Jared Bowen, interestingly, is second so far on this one. With Federico Chiesa in third and Nico Williams in fourth. But it is it is tight outside of, of Cavaracellia. Um, so, yeah, nice. We'll leave that one up for a couple more minutes and then we'll move on to semi-final number two and we'll take the two winners through to the final. Florian Verts is class. I agree with you, my friend. Um, I remember when Leverkusen lost Kai Havertz to Chelsea at the time. I remember a lot of Leverkusen fans were saying, doesn't matter, we've got Florian Verts. He's going to step into that Kai Havertz shoes and he has. So you're right, he should be a player we're looking at. Bowen is a flop. No, he's not. That's just absolute shite of the highest order. If you like, if you don't think Bones good enough for Liverpool, fair enough. But you can't say he's a flop. The dude is very consistent. The dude is very good. You know, I can understand people saying wrong age for us. We're going to have to overpay any of that stuff. Fair enough. But don't call him a flop. That's disingenuous to him. Happy birthday, Craig. Thank you. Said Mike, uh, 39.3. Yes, sir. And I'm never going to never gonna change that. I'm never going to go into the 40s. Uh, Eric, thank you as well, mate. Said happy birthday. Very much appreciate it. He said he loves the channel. That means a lot, dude. Thank you. Uh, the support you guys have given us on the channel is tremendous. So over the moon. Uh, and just really quickly, don't forget, we are now up to 11,200 subscribers on our brand new channel and um, there you go if you want to scan that qr code on the screen in the bottom right hand corner you can subscribe to top of the league which is our brand new channel we're going to be launching on september the 20th with a game with the watch along excuse me of bayern munich versus manchester united great game to kick off with there's a little welcome video already uploaded to the channel and uh, to all of you that have already watched it and subscribed thank you very much to those of you that haven't you can either scan the qr code on the screen or you'll see a link in the description which you can use as well do -do -do. bowen 100 any time or every time said simon cook bowen's age goes against him uh, yes that's a fair comment auto tomato um yeah i think he's probably 18 months too old if he was 25 i think i'd feel like there's a possibility that liverpool would spend that money but i don't think for what it costs because remember when you're buying an english player and when you're buying from the premier league there's usually a bit of a premium on that so uh yeah i, I just don't think when fsg run the numbers it'll be something that they think is value for money I'm going to Liverpool versus Leicester with my granddad. Nice, Tommy. Nice. Um, that is... When is that? That's next Wednesday? Next Tuesday or Wednesday, mate, in the League Cup. Uh, sweet. I hope you have a good game and much love to you and your granddad. I hope you enjoy it. Bone is an average player in good form. Know the difference. No, he's not. Bone's a good player in good form. Know the difference. I'm going to Anfield next Tuesday in the Stadium Museum tour. Harry, sweet. 
nice. I want photos. I want photos. Harry, you're you you remember, aren't you? So I want photos. Do you know what? I haven't been to the new stadium tour um, since they've done the main stand and all. So I haven't had a chance to, to be there since that. But yeah, I'm always jealous of, of you guys and girls to get to go over there and uh, go on the trips and stuff. Right, so little quick one. Darwin Nunes has been included in the Cannonball Team of the Week. Um, he was put in there with... Who's in it? Darwin Nunes with Rodrigo, with Neymar, uh, De La Cruz, Rafinha... Bruno Gomares, Rodrigo de Paul, Talia Fico, Romero, Yeri Mina, and Galice. So well done, Darwin. 8.4 as well on his score. Nice one. I'd rather play Boke Bay Doak than Bowen. I was gonna say Boke. I was gonna combine them both. Yeah, look, we can't ignore Ben Doak in this conversation, and you're absolutely right to to bring him up. Um who was it that said that? Jack, you're absolutely right, Jack. We can't just ignore the huge talent that is Ben Doak. Which is why I think we're likely to see Liverpool bring in somebody a little bit different. Like somebody mentioned Florian Wirtz a little bit earlier on. I think they're on the right track there. You know, that kind of link-up player I think we could we could see come in rather than a like-for-like like right winger. Uh, do you think Endo is a baller? I, I honestly don't think we've enough of a sample size in a Liverpool shirt to, to make that decision either way. Um what I will say is there's something in there with Endo and I can absolutely understand why why Klopp went the route he did of trying to get the attributes he wants but sacrificing obviously some of the age profile because Endo's 30. So yeah, this is too early to say. I won't write him off. I won't go over the top on praise either because I just haven't seen enough of him. Uh, Craig, saw the YouTube short of your reaction of the Newcastle game. Absolutely made my day. Keep doing what you're doing. Thank you, Mikey. Honestly, I, I don't remember half the celebrations and shit from stuff like that because it's a real in-the-moment thing. Um, but what I did enjoy yesterday was the gentleman that asked me to give his dog Alfie a shout-out. I very much enjoyed that little silly moment because underneath it all, underneath you know the bald head, the fat belly and the stupidity... I am just a big child at heart and I, I think I often laugh at men who go into work in business suits and all because I sit there and I watch them and I think I know deep down that they're all big children because we don't grow up men we don't we put on a suit and you know you go to work and you be professional but deep down you're just waiting for jokes dick jokes and all the usual shit that makes us big babies laugh I don't know if a man ever grows up I know I haven't anyway uh, right, so let's end the first poll. And ooh. so into the final are Jared Bowen and Cavaradonna. So they're into the final. Now we'll get the second poll to see the the uh, other semi finalists, see who makes it through. So we'll go for Salah replacement two. Right, so number one, we're going to go with Leo. Number two, uh, who's the other names we had on the list? Leo. Oh, yeah. Some of these are a bit far-fetched now, but I'm going with the names that have been mentioned. Um, who was the other ones that we were looking at? One second, let me scroll back up here. Doo -doo. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. There's another one. I feel like there's one more option that I'm... A very obvious one that I missed out on. Yeah, Addy Amy, that was the one. Thank you. A-D-E-Y-E-M-I. 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 Okay. Cool. So there's poll number two. So we've already got um, Bowen and Cavaradonna in the final. Now it's Liao, Saka, Verts or Adi Amy. Difficult one, this one. Evan Ferguson, I, I'd love it, Tommy. You know, being Irish and all, but I don't think we're going to... Uh, I don't think we're going to pony up the 100-odd million I think it'll take eventually for somebody to get Evan Ferguson out of Brighton. Third donation for me, giving the people equals good. Sith, you're very kind, mate. Thank you very much. Uh, but again, I would urge everybody, don't ever put yourself in a difficult position financially. Super chats and all are lovely and they're very much appreciated. But, you know, we want to make sure everybody is uh, is okay. Saka will never happen. I, I didn't say it would, David. And I agree with you, my friend. I'm just giving you names that are genuinely in the media. Um, and even on the Athletics article, where they look at potential Mohamed Salah replacements, Saka is its a far-fetched name, but it's a name that has been mentioned. Uh, Craig, you look like you've lost weight. You've been doing stuff, and if you have, keep it up. Um, have I been doing stuff? Yes. I'm starting to watch watch, and try to cut down and lose a bit of weight. I am. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, today's my birthday, so I'm going to eat shit today. But from tomorrow, I'm really stepping it up and going to try my best to shift the weight. So thank you. Because I won't lie. It gets to me. It does. It drags me down. What about Ivan Tony? Again, I think you're in a similar situation, Martin, with the amount of money that Brentford would look for. Um, and also, do we need an Ivan Tony type player? You know, Darwin's going to be our central striker. Uh, we've also got Cody Gakpo as an option. So I would I would say he's probably not the right profile of player that we need. But look, wherever he ends up, and I do think he ends up leaving Brentford, I think, you know, you're going to get a fine goal scorer there. Whether he ends up at Arsenal, like he's been mentioned, or elsewhere, we'll wait and see. Nobody interested in Rafinha yet. Not for me. No, I can't speak for everybody, Namon. But not for me, no. Um, plus, he's always dreamt about Barca as well, right? So, I don't know what the situation is over there with regards to his um, form. But I don't... Nah, not for me on Rafinha. I was, I was humming and hawing about it when he was at Leeds. And I've not really seen anything to make me feel like I was, I was wrong in doubting him before he went. Uh, Craig, would you ideally get another left footer for the right wing? It's tough, Harry, because, you know, as somebody mentioned, we can't forget about young Ben Doak. And and I don't know if we're going to try and just keep this exact same system and, and just do it again, bring in another right winger. Um, I think probably two players will be brought in. One will be like somebody like a Florian Verts, maybe, and the other maybe a young um, a young winger that we could pick up for a reasonable fee and take our time with but we have Ben Doak so it's so difficult to make that guess because we could have a conversation right now and we could all in good conscience say we want to bring in let's say Nico Williams but then we could see Ben Doak tear up the Europa League this year and 
start making it into the match day team and then we could be thinking oh wow well now we have a challenger for Salah already so uh, yeah it's, it's difficult it's tough to know right now but we're fans we got to talk about it uh, thank you Zero much love appreciate you very kind of you to say I'm a legend thank you would you mind telling my wife that mate she thinks I'm a bit of an asshole at times but then again she's probably right she usually is uh, the number one criminal. Thank you for your uh, super sticker, mate. I mean, I would imagine if you were indeed the number one criminal, you probably wouldn't be advertising. You being the number one criminal and all, but you're safe in here, bud. We won't rat you out. And thank you for your super sticker. That's why you get a Verts Almo combo. Ooh, look, I'm not hating either of those names that you've mentioned, James. Um, yeah, and Almo has always struck me as a Jurgen Klopp type of player. You know, he does like somebody that is kind of known about, but is still maybe a little bit underrated. And I, I agree with you. I think Danny Almo's a fine footballer. Uh, ben Doak is undeniable quality, but what would you feel if the club went for somebody like an out-of-the-blue Robbo signing to replace Mo? It's hard to know until we know who it is. Like... I won't lie to you, Harry. When we signed Andy Robertson, did I think we were getting what we got? No. I thought, oh, here we go, Liverpool cheaping out again with a full-back from a relegated team. But I think we'll all agree that that was a very, very wrong reading of the situation and that Liverpool basically traded Kevin Stewart for Andy Robertson. And I think we'll all agree we got the better end of that deal. Would I take Vinicius Jr.? Yeah, of course I would. I mean, I don't think there's anybody in the chat who wouldn't take Vinny Jr. He's, um, apart from the fact he's the wrong side of attack for the area we're talking about, he's amazing. He is amazing, but Real Madrid aren't going to leave Vinicius Jr. head off. Um, now, I'm going to move on to talk about Mbappe in a little bit because maybe my perception of this is wrong, but I'm... My reading of it from the Madrid side is not as arrogantly confident as I would have expected for a player who, again, is technically out of contract at the end of this season. There's been some stuff in the Spanish media, you know, saying that they're looking at alternatives if a deal didn't go through for um, Kylian Mbappe to go to Real Madrid. So I really don't know because they've got Endrick coming in. Isn't it next season? Or maybe there's one more season after that. But I know Endrick has been agreed. He's going to come in from Palmeiras. They've got Rodrigo. Um, if they brought Mbappe in, you'd probably still argue the short of a central striker of the levels that you would expect at Real Madrid. So, you know, a Haaland-esque type striker. Colin said, I think it's unsaid that Salah's replacement should be a huge name just to make a statement. Also, check the Discord. I made you a cake. Um, let me just have a look. One second. For once now, I can't actually check Discord. I used to use my phone for my camera, but I don't anymore. So we're all good in that regard. Where in sec? Where's my cake? Oh, yeah, you can stick that broccoli cake right up your Swiss roll. <laughs> Colin now now play nice Colin no broccoli uh, thank you Mark very kind of you thank you for the super chat mate appreciate you where's the money John damn right where's the money John like I'm still wondering where the money was for the centre back that Jürgen wanted and needed and we didn't get so 
Yeah, a little bit confusing on that one. So, I guess I'm preempting myself when I say this, but... So, I seen a transcript was posted by a prominent Manchester United fan channel today um, from a call involving the whole Anthony situation. And whilst it's not my place to say what's legal, not legal, I struggle to figure out how anybody, regardless of who you are, that runs a fan channel would potentially open themselves up to litigation. Um, I just don't... I don't see that the cost-benefit analysis of looking at that situation brings you to the answer where it's worth it. Um, And I also don't know where as fan content providers where we should be drawing that line because for me if i was in the situation um i wouldn't really want to be going down that conversation anyway because you don't want to potentially prejudice an illegal trial and i don't think it's really our place as fan channels to to go into that side of things, you know, it's it's a very tricky, delicate situation where, with the best of will in the world to us fan content creators, you know, that's not really our bag. You know, I, I'm an I'm an emotion merchant, so that's what I am, and you know, that's how I come across on the streams. But yeah, I just find it concerning because I don't want anybody to get into trouble. I don't want anybody to have potential legal ramifications because i know people's livelihoods and stuff are, are reliant on these things so mm, again i i just don't see why why you'd bother I, I don't see like i look at it like this what's the potential upside a few extra quid from views maybe some i don't know super chats on the streams but the potential upside of it which as i said is more views and a bit more traffic Versus the potential downside of it, which is, you know, worst case scenario, legal fees or um, paperwork headaches, if somebody wants to call call you out on it from a legal perspective. Now, again, I hope nothing comes of it, because I, I don't want anybody in our industry to be in trouble, but it's weird. I, I don't know how they came to the conclusion to print it. Uh, I really think that getting Valverde for the right wing would be great. He has the ability to play midfield or right back and is excellent going forward. Valverde is brilliant and Jurgen Klopp is a long admirer of Frederico Valverde. I mean, I mentioned on yesterday's stream, Michael, I don't know if you were with us for it, but apparently Arsene Wenger had the chance to sign um, Frederico Valverde at Arsenal in 2016, if my memory is right. And he didn't. But yeah, I don't think Madrid would sell. But God, I'd take him in a heartbeat. Um, because he is he's almost perfect for Jurgen Klopp. He can play in a whole host of positions. He's well enough experienced. But is also brilliant. So 
I won't disagree. I just don't think we'll ever... I keep coming back and saying the same thing to myself. When's the last time or ever have we gone in and bought a player from Real Madrid? I can't remember it happening. I can remember us getting players on a free or players on loan, but I can't remember us ever buying anybody from Real Madrid that I'm remembering. Now, I'm sure maybe somebody in the chat will... Yeah, I'm sure somebody in the chat might have an answer, but I, I can't remember it. Somebody says, Anthony will be available soon. I have no idea, mate. I, I don't know the ins and outs of that case. I haven't followed it, you know, and I'm certainly not qualified to speak about it, which was kind of my whole point earlier on. I don't know if this is the type of thing us fan channels should be getting stuck into. I mean, I certainly not something I wouldn't, you know, I'd leave it to those who are far more qualified than me to uh, to speak about very delicate matters like that. Morientes, I think he was a free though, right? I think his contract was up at Real Madrid. Or maybe I'm wrong. Maybe we, we paid small money for him. I mean, I love Fernando Morientes. I remember when we signed him, I was buzzing because he's some, a player I always liked, a player I felt always carried himself well. How old are you, if I may ask? Uh, I am 42 today, mate, 42. And it's a scary number for me because I said this to you guys the other day. My grandfather died at 37. My father died at 45. And I'm 42. And it makes me pretty edgy and nervous. Um, but I'm still here. So while I'm still here, we'll keep kicking on. Arbeloa was either a free or we got him as part of us of a trade for a player. Um, I think we got Arbeloa and then we sold him back or he went back to Madrid after he left us. But I still don't remember we paid for him. Right, so seller replacement number two poll so far. Rafael top of the list with 42%. Uh, Saka, second on the list with 38%. Wirtz and Adiemi following a little bit down the line. So I'm going to end that poll in a minute. And we'll go with the final, which is going to be an interesting one because there's some big names on that list. Alfie the dog loves you. Uh, love the shout out. I knew he'd get it, Taylor. I knew Alfie'd understand me. Sabrina said that my dog in the kitchen was just like, huh? Why is he in there? making that noise right so look let's end this poll and we'll because it's a clear one side uh rafael and saka go into the final so let's bring on the final see who you guys think liverpool should indeed replace mohammed salah with uh at the end of the season right so we had Okay. Oh. Right, there's the final poll. So again, this is the uh, the final. Is it Leo, Cavaradona, Bowen or Saka? They're your final four names. 42, try being 49. Well, I hope to see 49, mate. I hope it happens. 
So the Athletic have said, Jared Bowen is a player Liverpool admire and have been watching for a number of seasons. So yeah, uh, Evan Ferguson as well speaking about his trial at Liverpool said, it came down to the fact that if you come to Brighton, it's a pathway through. If you go to a team such as Liverpool, then they can buy another striker for... Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. 60 or 70 million. And again, if I was in his position or in his father's position at that time, I'd have said to him, go to Brighton as well, because it's worked. You know, Evan Ferguson's quality has shone through and, you know, he's already scored his first Premier League hat-trick at 18 years of age and I think another season or two there and he will have a big, big, big move to somebody. Hopefully not United. What about Matoma? Um, I don't think he's there yet. I don't think we've seen enough of Matoma to think, yeah, and also, isn't he like 26? So, not Matoma for me. I enjoy watching him, but I don't think he's he's at the level yet for us. But let's have a look and see how this poll is doing. Ooh. I mean, I like what you're doing in the poll. Because Liel would be my replacement. I have to say, if I could pick one name, Rafa Liel would probably be that name. Martinelli, Sané or Vinny Jr. or Mbappe. Uh, of all the names on that list, and I will move on to talk about Mbappe in a minute, I think Martinelli is one that at least I know Klopp is and has been an admirer of. I think it's been written about quite a bit. Um, Mr. Pixelated said, Happy birthday. Thank you for your super chat, mate. Much appreciated. Right, let's, let's talk about Kylian Mbappe for a minute because... I mentioned to you guys yesterday that Get Fresh Football News, Get French Football News said Liverpool remains an option for Kylian Mbappe and he could be tempted if a bid were to be made by the Anfield club. But more stuff has come out again today around Liverpool's interest in him and it doesn't seem to be going away. And I wonder what you guys think because one article I read or one post I read said that if ever there was a time that it's affordable for Liverpool to look at Kylian Mbappe, now is that time. Because in January, you could sign him on a pre-contract. And although he'd have a huge signing on fee, there'd be no fee to pay to Paris Saint-Germain. So you just have to look at his wages over the course of the time he was here. And of course, sign that on bonuses and stuff like that. But does anybody think there's a chance? Anyone at all? You know, so I've seen it in the media and I've seen, as I said, maybe a few doubts from the Madrid side for once, but 
I just can't see a world where where we we outlay that much money on wages, even for somebody like Kylian Mbappe. Uh, Rob Dance, thank you for your super chat and for your birthday wishes, mate. Appreciate you. Mbappe is not a team player, won't be good for team spirit, and I agree. I, like From a footballing perspective, I think we'd all say Kylian Mbappe is incredible and is a game changer and can win games on his own. But I'm right with you with regard to I don't get mad team player vibes off him. I don't. And I, I'm right with you. I think it's too much of a distraction for it to benefit the team as a whole. Um, thank you so much, Laser Sharp, for a £50 super chat. Wow. That's incredible. Happy birthday, Craig. Have a smashing birthday and carry on the good work. Hope you get to 250k soon. That means so much, my friend. Thank you. Really, really kind. Um, I won't lie. I do have a target of when I want to try and get to 250k. Uh, my goal for this month is if we can get Anfield Agenda at the end of September to 220, that would be great. And then, you know, maybe all going well by the end of this calendar year. 250? I mean, it's a push, but if we have a couple of good months, you never know. Grealish for Salah. I think Grealish would piss me off watching him play. Because the talent is there, but I still say he's very stop-start in what he does. Um, and again, you ain't getting him out of Manchester City now, let's be fair. Because they paid £100 million for him. And he's finally starting to come good for Manchester City, but... I don't think we'll be uh, we'll be buying Jack Grealish, but thank you for the super chat. Sorry, I'm just reading through some more notes. Yep, yep, yep. Okay, thank you. Morientes was bought for nine million euro. Ah, thank you. I I didn't remember that, so thank you very much. So then, yes, that's the one player. That uh, we can say Liverpool paid for from Real Madrid, but like nine million quid. I think if we were to go back in for any of the boys now, you know Valverde or um, Vinny Junior, you're probably talking a lot, 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 lot more. Yes, as our friend said, over a thousand of us watching. There's one thousand eight hundred twenty-one at the minute. Get the likes up, please. Do all take one second and let's do it by magic. If everyone just hit the like button in the next twenty seconds. We could turn it from 300 into 1,000 really quickly. Mbappe is 25, not a youngster. Yep. But it also feels like he's been around a very long time, right? Because he broke through at, what, 16, 17 years of age at Monaco? Um, I just don't see the whole package being worthwhile for Liverpool with Kylian Mbappe. Because I do think, with all the goodwill in the world, I think he'll be a distraction. And... Jurgen Klopp doesn't strike me as the type of player to pamper or manager to pamper anybody. And we know that, you know, he doesn't stick up for any disciplinary nonsense. We've seen Saka, Sacco, excuse me, booted out and a few others. So, yeah, I don't see it. Don't see it happening. But if Mbappe doesn't go to Liverpool, I certainly do hope he ends up outside the Premier League because... I don't want their defenders having to defend against Mbappe a couple of times a season. Would I take Ferran Torres? No. He's very inconsistent for me. Um, yeah, no. I would say no. Oh, I know what I remember now. 
Real Madrid were looking at um, what's the dude's name? Julian Alvarez. That was the piece I read. They said that if Real Madrid miss out on Kylian Mbappe, they're looking at uh, Julian Alvarez from Manchester City as a potential uh, signing, which probably makes more sense for them than Kylian Mbappe because they need a central striker. And Mbappe, I, I guess you could say he can play in any of the attacking positions, but Alvarez would give them more balance, in my opinion. But then again, they'd have to get him out of Manchester City, which won't be an easy task. Uh, Lewis said, Hey Craig, with us rejecting 100 million for Salah this season, what figure would you be happy with next summer? Well, we rejected 150 million this summer, and I think next summer we'll be lucky to get between 70 and 100. Because it's, it's all very well and good, us sitting here saying, But Saudi want them. Saudi, Saudi, Saudi. Fair enough. But they don't throw around massive transfer fees willy nilly. They will pay players a lot of money. But if you look at the players that they've brought into the league, is is Neymar the, the highest? 70 million or whatever it was to PSG? So I think they'll know. Obviously, Mohamed Salah has one year to go on his Liverpool deal. I think if you're looking for comparables, you've seen Harry Kane go to Bayern Munich. Um, he's a year younger than Mo, I think. And in a similar situation, they got about 100 million, I think. So... I think somewhere between 70 and 100 million is probably the realistic number. Liel would be a horrendous right winger. I mean, I don't know how you've come to that conclusion. I, I truly don't because, remember, we've already seen players swap wings before and do really well. Like Mane was a right winger. Then when Salah came in, Mane shifted across to the left. I think you might say he wouldn't be as effective as he is on the left, but to say he'd be an, a, an awful right winger, I think, is a stretch. El Ghazi to United, I mean, for the love of God. So Mark's put in exclusive Manchester United. Consider a shock move for ex-Aston Villa winger Anwar El Ghazi as amid uncertainty over Anthony and Jaden Sancho's future. I'm I, I, I'm a shit house, but I am enjoying the fuckery at Manchester United at the minute because they're in the headlines every week now for the wrong reasons and I'm sure you've all seen gifs, memes and videos doing the rounds in your own groups of friends about the situation at Manchester United but once again it seems like whoever's bringing the players into Manchester United is not doing a very good job at looking into the whole um, the whole picture shall we say when they're doing the recruitment like the Sancho situation is very very weird now I know part of the reason Jaden Sancho didn't play was because of his mental health and that's absolutely understandable but for the rest of it like mental health can hit anybody and I, I truly believe that you know it doesn't matter if you're a multimillionaire like Jaden Sancho or you're struggling and you're getting by week to week it has the same impact on you. It's debilitating and I would never wish it on anybody. So for that aspect, full support to Jaden Sancho. 
But the rest of it, the kind of stuff that seems to be going on between him and Ten Hag and, you know, stuff around his attitude or being late for training, stuff like that. You wonder why they spent the money. Because they took long enough to come to the deal to buy him. So they would have had plenty of time to do their research and it just hasn't worked at all, has it? I can't see the poll. Well, it's there, my friend. Maybe just refresh, but it is there. So right now we've had nearly a thousand votes and Rafa Liao is winning the poll at the minute with uh, 38%. Kavara in second place with 25%. Kavara Celia, Jared Bone is in fourth place. And, oh no, actually Saka is in second place. Sorry, with 26%. Another goal for Diogo. Nice, he scored an international duty. Well played, Diogo. Again, little quick shout out to our amazing sponsors. Who doesn't want to go to Liverpool versus Manchester United? Everybody wants to go to Liverpool versus Manchester United, right? It's on all of our bucket lists of games. Well, how about if you won a trip for just €13.50? Because if you want to go over, scan the QR code that I'm about to bring up on screen there now. Um, where is it? Oh, it's already on the screen. Yes, if you want to scan the QR code on the screen now... And get yourselves over to Oosh. You can use our discount code AA10. And the already very, very reasonably priced 15 euro entry to the draw will be just 13.50 for you. And you could win two tickets to see Liverpool versus Manchester United at Anfield, Saturday 16th of December. So right before Christmas, you get to see us give them another whooping. Both seated together in the cop. One night's accommodation at the Apart Hotel at Daggio in Liverpool City Centre. Breakfast included. And a €300 Euro Ryanair voucher. Or you can take the cash alternative if you don't need to use the voucher. And uh, that draw is taking place on Thursday the 14th of September at 10pm live on the official Oosh Facebook page. So if you want to go across and join, you know what to do. Scan the QR code. And also they have another one at the minute which is €50,000 cash tax-free again if you want to be able to chance to win it is nine euro entry for the general public but eight euro and ten cent for you and that draw will take place wednesday the 11th of october and they have another draw at the minute as well for two cars on they've loads of great stuff over there you should do check them out and don't forget Oosh are going to be sending two of you guys on a trip absolutely free we do one free giveaway with Oosh every season only for the Anfield Agenda community. And you won't even have to pay to enter it. It will be coming up. So watch this space. And again, thank you so much to our friends at Oosh. Nevelyn said Sancho to Liverpool thoughts. Not going to happen. Um, Yeah. I mean, again, when's the last time Liverpool and Manchester United sold players to each other? It doesn't happen. And you're asking Mark to remind me of your super chat. Like, 10 posts after you posted it. Like, dude, give me a minute. I can't just interrupt everybody's... Like, if I'm in the middle of saying something, I can't just stop everything when a super chat comes in. I have to finish what I'm talking about. But I did see it, and I did scroll back up to it, but please be a little bit patient. I understand, you know, it's money that's been spent, but we do try to get to them all, mate. But give me more than 20 seconds. Would you take Antonio from West Ham? No. Love Antonio, but, you know, he's, what, 31, 32? And I just feel Mikel Antonio is out of the right club for him. And leave him there. You know, let him enjoy his career. And he's loved by the West Ham fans. 
Uh, Laser Sharp said Barella would be my choice to replace Salah. Hmm? Barella? That's um, that's a weird one. So I did uh, say yesterday, I'm sure you've probably seen it, Laser Sharp, that apparently Inter Milan are going to be more open to the idea of selling Barella next summer. And the number being mentioned in the piece that I read was, I think it was £77 million. The piece said that Chelsea and Newcastle had had their uh, interest rebuffed in Barella this summer, but apparently next summer Inter will be more willing to sell. Nevelyn just said, Craig, my super chat. You do realise I read out your super chat a second ago, Nevelyn, right? Like, even made a point of reading it out and telling you I'd read it out and telling you to give me a few seconds to read it out because I had just been speaking about something and I, I don't know where you're going with that, mate. I read your super chat out. Uh, we should sign... Yeah, yeah, of course we should. Big, big dunk. Did you see we bid for Lindstrom? I'd seen something about it, Luke, yeah. But, look, for me, I think our midfield is um, is pretty much rebuilt at this point. The only question for me is, do we go back in for Andre in January? And I don't know the answer to that one yet. Do we look for a homegrown to replace Salah or Matip? I'd say more likely for the centre-back situation. Um, like There's a few that confuse me this summer. So Mark Gay from Crystal Palace. I don't understand why we weren't seriously looking at him. Because I think he takes a lot of boxes for us. Um, broken into the England team as well. And good profile, good age, good pedigree. I'm confused. Like, I, I really don't understand why we didn't get a defender. Because it's not like it's Liverpool fans just being impatient going, oh, we want a defender. A manager told us he needed a defender. And it's the one position we didn't get. Uh, do we need a replacement for Salah because Sobitzlai can move to right wing? Absolutely, he could, Charlie. Yeah, there's like there's a very valid argument to say between Sobitzlai... Um, ben Doak and Elliot and Cade Gordon and maybe Trent Cohn Doherty coming down the line that yeah we could have many options for that right hand side which is what makes this so intriguing to me I don't know if we will bother going for a like for like or if we change it up completely because right now Cade Gordon's coming back from injury I think he was 18 months out with injury he's played for the under 21s I think We've got Trent Cohn Doherty who's coming through. Obviously, came from Derry City across. Um, younger again. What else is there? Ben Doak, of course, who I think will light up the Europa League this year. I'm really looking forward to him getting stuck into some group games. And as you've mentioned, Sobitzlai could go out to the right side, and if Jones continues his progression, Jones could take up the other number ten spot in the uh, two attacking midfield spots. Obviously, one of them will probably be McAllister, and then Jones. Secondly, so. These are all good headaches, though. Like, I'm glad we have these options. Danny Croft um, said, Don't read this for fuck's sake. Sorry, Danny. I accidentally read it. I didn't accidentally read it, but I read it. But thank you for the super chat, mate. You need pace on the wings. 
Mm, not necessarily on the wings, but we need pace to get in behind, yes. But I feel that for all the positive stuff we have with Mohamed Salah, I feel like his pace has dropped off. And that's natural. Like I'm not, I'm not using that as a stick to beat the man with. You know, he's added other stuff to his game, and it's not unusual when players get into their 30s like that, that some things change a little bit. Um, and, I, yeah, look, nobody will convince me he hasn't lost the yard of pace. I've seen him lose out in some foot races recently that have been very unusual because when he came in, again, I keep coming back to this one thing, but do you remember the scene down the tunnel when we played Arsenal and we counter-attacked? And it was like Mane and Salah, and it was just like, it was brilliant. It was brilliant. One of my favourite little videos ever is just inside the tunnel at Anfield. Us on the counter-attack just flying by Arsenal. Uh, Neverland said, my apologies for the pressure. Happy belated birthday. Oshiman for Salah. What a change in formation to two strikers. Um, so... If we were to go with a two-striker type situation, Evelyn, I don't think it would be two tall, physical, athletic strikers like Darwin and Oshiman. I think you have to have somebody to play off the other striker. So I would imagine... I'm trying to think of a name here that isn't Latoro Martinez, but I don't think you'd see two big lads like that put through the middle, um, especially not on a club team. Yeah, I, I just, I don't see it. Um, but I, yeah, that's the whole thing about this is it's so interesting because we really just don't know. We don't know what the plan is. Right, so let's finish this poll and see who's won. Um, yeah, Rafa Liao. So, of all the players we've mentioned, we went through eight options. Rafa Liao is the one that you guys have voted, the one that you would most likely to see come in as a Mohamed Salah replacement. Second place was Saka. Third place was Kavaracelia and Jared Bowen in fourth. Uh, Nila A, or excuse me, Nihar A said, Thing is with Salah, he's so frustrating to watch most of the game. He loses possession, his poor finishing, clumsy, but then he suddenly makes a great pass and gets a goal, which is world class. I do feel his shooting isn't as consistent as it was previously. There's been a lot of times where he cut inside, and I think he did this against Villa as well. He cut inside, and his strike down to the bottom right-hand corner past Martinez was very weak, very tame. And I remember, and I contrast that with goals he scored against Manchester City and stuff, where our Spurs as well, where he just cuts inside and unleashes a rocket from his left foot. So, mm, yeah, it's weird because saying these things, it feels like we're saying demands on the decline, where you know he isn't really. He's just, I guess, he's just changing his game as he gets a bit older. Any transfer tips, Mr. Bowley? Um, do you know what you should do, Todd? You should continue to buy players at the very fair market value you're paying for them, mate. And the very uh, in, initiative, or um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, ingenious, intuitive initiative. I don't know what the word I'm, Just keep giving out those long contracts, Todd, for lots of money and overpaying. 
you know, you're doing God's work there. So you carry on, Todd. I mean, who am I to give you any tips, dude? You know, you have it all sussed. Is it 9-0 now to Portugal in that game? That's nuts. That is absolutely nuts. Like, 9-0. Crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. 9-0. Oh, my God. We've been on an hour and 10 minutes already. Where did that go? Where did that time fly past? Would you get Sane as a replacement? Again, I think... No, because of his age. I won't lie, though. When Manchester City signed Leroy Sané from Schalke, I was very jealous. I really, 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 really wanted Leroy Sané. And there are few players who scared me as much as he did coming off the bench for Manchester City because he's almost unplayable when he puts it all together, Leroy Sané. But I think too much time has gone past now and I just think, no, just not, not the right fit. Gonzalo Ramos for Salah. He's just signed for PSG um, from Benfica. So I don't think PSG are going to be wanting to uh, to sell him anytime soon. They're playing Luxembourg. All right, fair enough. <clears throat> I mean, if you're going to whoop somebody 8 or 9 nil, Luxembourg's probably... But then again, I'm sure I've seen Luxembourg get a, a win or a draw the other day against somebody in their group. Griezmann for Salah? No. Like, what What age is Antoine Griezmann now? I, I truly don't know off the top of my head, but we need somebody young if we're going to bring them in. And we don't need... Like, no. Just, just no to Griezmann. Marcus Edwards. Is that the kid, Matthew, from Sporting Lisbon? Um, I haven't kept track of him. I remember seeing him do bits in the Europa League. And I've seen then a few highlights of Marcus Edwards. But I can't. I know, didn't he leave London or something to go over to Portugal to, you know, get his first team opportunity? But I haven't kept track of him, in all honesty, since. Has he been doing well over there? How about Joe Felix? Well, he was linked when there was potential for us to lose Mohamed Salah this summer. Joao Felix was one of the names linked. Now, I know he's gone to Barcelona, but I don't think, if I'm right, Barcelona have a, an option to buy in that deal. But I also think it's a two-year deal, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, reckon you could put Trent on the wing? Absolutely. Yes, we could do that. And that's something we haven't really spoke about too much, but... I would feel more comfortable with Trent on the right wing than I would with him at right back or in midfield. Because you get all the positive attributes of Trent then. You get to use his physicality. You get to use his crossing ability. You get to use the fact that he's two-footed and can cut inside. Um, yeah. I mean, even Mark's playing catch-up now, sending me messages for stuff I read out five, ten minutes ago. You're all, You're all... You're all dozing today. I've, I've been there, Mark. I've read out Nevelyn's message. I read your super chat on Osham and Nevelyn, yes. And I spoke about it, buddy. Um, I said that it would be unusual to go with two big strikers like that in a system. 
Would I take take Embremo as a Salah replacement? Um, no, I wouldn't. Um, although I'm saying that, I, I think I've just brought him into my fantasy football team. Um, but no, see, I don't want us buying from the Premier League. Let me say that. I think if we're to get a Salah replacement, I want us to be looking outside the Premier League because we'd end up overpaying. And the really exciting talent that I like in wide areas, if we want to bring in another wide player is outside the Premier League. So, yes, you've got Saka, fair enough. But outside of that, you've got Cavaricellia, you've got um, Nico Williams, Iñaki Williams, um, you've got Rafaelio, um, the kid Bakayoko from Feyenoord or PSV, who I know nothing about, in fairness. What about Nico Williams? Uh, I, I mentioned Nico Williams Rowan and he we've been linked to Nico Williams in an article I'm going to mention all of this by the way in a video I record after the stream finishes so there will be a little short eight minute video with all the news for people who've uh, missed bits and pieces of the stream uh, Saudi soccer said I like Javi Simon but he doesn't quite have the pace yeah there is a lot to like about him and I'm not sure. You know, I know we love a Dutch player, by the way. You know, and I know we do love bringing in Dutch players. We've got what Gakpo, Gravenberg, and and Big Verge at the minute. Um, but I'm not sure on Javi Simon. But like, I'm sure that the manager would get uh, a pretty good reference or a pretty well-rounded reference from Virgil Van Dijk. Anyway, would you have Kingsley Coman? No, the injuries would concern me with Coman. But when he's on form again, you know, he's phenomenal and unstoppable, much like Sane when he really gets up ahead of steam. But there's always a muscle injury. There's always a, there's always something with Coman that, that rules him out for part of a season. Unless I'm very much mistaken and my perception doesn't match reality. Paul Pogba banned. Has he been banned yet? I know that he'd been found to have testosterone levels above what's acceptable in a system, I think after the game against Udinese, but I think he has a few days to answer the charge before you get to that situation. Unless, of course, he's already said yes. He uh, he admitted it, I don't know. But two to four years could be the ban. Javi Simons or Musiala? Oh, Musiala, Queen Nadra. Musiala. Ooh. Jamal Musiala would be... Or he'd just just be I can't think of a better word, but delicious. He's uh yeah. I mean, yeah. Jamal Musiala would be fucking amazing. But I would suggest probably like a hundred and twenty million upwards for him. Who's winning the rugby world cup? Oh France, because they're at home. Um I mean look I want Ireland to get past the quarterfinals because we've never done it before. And we're in the worst group, of course. We get the group of death. Um, we're ranked number one in the world, but that doesn't mean jack shit unless you win a World Cup. So I think France, you can never rule out South Africa. Um, Ireland could be in the mix. I don't think England are anywhere near what they should be, although they had a decent start. Uh, Wales, Scotland, no. New Zealand, well, no. They're not as good as they they could should be either so yeah i think i think south africa france or ireland is probably the answer god can you imagine if we did it oh lads can you imagine 
Oh, it'd just be. Oh, whew. yeah, it'd be amazing. Craig, please talk some sense into my mate. He thinks Coutinho is the best player of all time at Liverpool. He very much isn't. Um, the most skillful player I've ever seen at Liverpool was Luis Suarez. But for me in my lifetime, you know, Gerrard's the Gerard's the the measuring stick, and Mohamed Salah's you know right alongside him as the measuring stick for success. So yeah, I wouldn't even have Coutinho in the top ten, maybe. First time at Liverpool, maybe. No, not top 10. No, I wouldn't. I can think of 10 players better better than Coutinho since I've been watching Liverpool, yeah. I wanted Dumbele three years ago. When he's on it, he's on it. Well, he's gone to PSG now, right? Um, I think they triggered his release clause from Barca in the summer. Who's Ireland's best player in which sport, Queen Nadra? If you're talking about rugby, well, probably Johnny Sexton, even though he's he's retiring after the World Cup. Um, and I'm not hugely proficient in my knowledge of rugby. I'd be a very fair weather fan. And if we're talking about football, as in, you know, real football, um, I'd have to say Evan Ferguson would probably be the answer right now. Uh, and thank you for the happy birthday, Arian. Appreciate that. Would you take Lorenzo Pellegrini from Roma? Um, I do like him. I've always liked Pellegrini. He's a fighter. And I like players that have that streak in them. And Pellegrini... I mean, I, I've never seen him linked to us. But I do like Pellegrini. There's something about that guy that always struck me as somebody I'd like to have in a team with me. You know, one of those players that would run through a brick wall for the manager. What about Kenny or Rush? I never got to watch Kenny play. He was just before my time. Um, Rush I did catch the end of. Now, I don't have too many memories of Rushy, to be honest with you. So, yeah, probably not the fairest. Well, like I kind of just came in around the Barnes era, and I know Rush was there at that time. Kind of the end of the, the Beardsley, uh, Ray Houghton kind of era. Um... So yeah, Rush is one that I'm definitely guilty of not not speaking about enough at that level because my memories are very vague. But you know, Rush's numbers are incredible. But what I'll always remember him for was the was it shoot or match where they did the the April Fools joke where they put him in an Everton shirt um, and say that he was signing for Everton. That was it was fucking genius. Who will retire first, Messi or Ronaldo? Oh, God. I don't think I've ever really thought about that. God, I don't know. He'll retire first. Well, Ronaldo's older, right? So, oh, God, I don't know. I really don't know. Hmm. Sen should say Ronaldo, but I don't know if his ego will let him retire when Messi's still playing. Um, yeah, I'm going to say Ronaldo, but 
I don't know. You know, they could be the same time. Uh, Jay said, Suarez is the reason I'm a Liverpool fan. Liverpool versus Sunderland 2011 was his first game. Wow. Um, do you know what? I'm just trying to think through the years. I brought my daughter to that game. If I remember correctly, Jay, was that a 2-1 win to Liverpool? Because I brought my daughter to see Liverpool Sunderland in the only game she's ever been over to Anfield to watch. And that age bracket there, like 12 years ago, tallies up with how old she would have been. So I'm wondering, is it the same game? It was 1-1, was it? Well, that wasn't it then. It was The game I brought her to was 2-1. Um... Yeah, Liverpool definitely scored twice the game I brought her to. This is my first official season as a Liverpool fan. Well, welcome in, Devon. Great to have you with us. Welcome to the family. Do you think Phil would have been top 10 if he didn't leave? Yes. It was such a shit decision by him. Like, I know this has been used as a stick to beat him with, but the, that whole phrase of stay here and I'll build you a troll or a stadium or fucking hell, stay here and I'll build a statue of you, sorry, is very true. And everything was, was working for Coutinho at Liverpool. The fans loved them. He was great in our system. Yeah. I go back and forth between having a little bit of sadness, a little bit of pity for him and... And then having none whatsoever. Uh, Ian Rush had it all in front of goal. What a finisher. Always brings me back to the four goals in the two cup finals versus Everton. Said Canters. And thank you for your super chat, Canters. Yeah, Rush is one of them players that I definitely am guilty of. Of not speaking about enough. You know, I'll speak about John Barnes. I'll speak about Suarez. I'll speak about... Torres, uh, I won't really speak about Owen too much because of the little Manchester United heading them. Um, but for me, yeah, my God was Robbie Fowler. Like Robbie Fowler, when I was growing up, was just amazing. Just, just, yeah, because he was left footed as well. Like, just, I just love Fowler. What about the beach ball versus Sunderland? That was ridiculous. To this day, I'll never understand how that um, how that got allowed. Like, the most stupid, stupid thing ever that that was allowed to stand. It was pathetic. Yeah, pathetic from the referee. If Liverpool do not find a replacement for Salah next summer, Sobosloy could play in that position... He definitely could, yes. Um, and even when we signed Sobotslai, it was mentioned that as well as being able to play in an advanced midfield position, he can play in a wide right position. So, yeah, no no argument with me on that one. Uh, Olise, yes, Olise was the name I forgot. That I knew there was one name I forgot to put in the poll and Olise was that name. Um, does anybody know if Olise put, if he has a new release clause in his, his Palace deal? Because I know he was available for about 30 million, but when he signed his new deal with Palace, I can't remember reading if there was a release clause in it. And yes, Liverpool 98, 
I don't know if it's confirmed or not, but there definitely has been articles written suggesting that Harvey Barnes might indeed make a, a change of allegiance from England to, to Scotland. Probably a good move for him. He'd probably get a lot more football with Scotland than he'd get with the English national team. Did I go to Gerrard's last game at Anfield? I didn't, but I do have a story about that one. So I used to be member of um, a Liverpool supporters club. And at the start of the season, when we went in and we were looking at all the games, the supporters club said that the group game that we'd all, they'd like us all to try to get to was the last game of the season. So a lot of us put our deposit down on it and... Then season goes in a little bit and Gerard announces that he's going to be leaving Liverpool. And then all of a sudden that trip went from being like a 200 quid one night trip to a three night seven or 800 quid trip. And they basically pushed us out of having access to the tickets. And I left the supporters club over it because it pissed me off massively. Because, you know, we'd made our bookings when we all just assumed this was going to be the last home game of the season and then Jared announced his retirement and they shafted us and it's never sat well with me ever since. So no, I didn't go to it, but I was supposed to. Who's more dead to you, Henderson or Coutinho? Henderson. You got lucky in a way. I did a little bit. Um, but also, I don't like... Yeah, I don't like those situations where people get shafted for money. How about Raphael? Well, he won our poll, AG. We asked you guys earlier on who you would like to see as a, a replacement for Mohamed Salah. And we went through eight lists and we did a poll and Raphael won. That's mad, uh, but true. Kubo or Rodrigo or just by a whole lot of random Brazilians. Again, Rodrigo's fancy full Real Madrid aren't going to sell him. Kubo's a bit hit and miss for my liking. Um, I think a lot will depend on Ben Doak this season. I keep coming back to this, but I do think Ben Doak's potential form uh, in the Europa League, which I'm, I'm backing the kid to light it up. I think he's going to be brilliant in the Europa League. So let's just wait and see what the season brings because Ben Doak could surprise us. Maybe, you know, Cade Gordon continues his rehab and, um, well, he's back playing now, but maybe he gets a bit of form because he's lost a year and a half of his career. Any chance I could become a moderator? Not as of yet, Magnus, and not because of anything against you, sir, just because we pretty much got it covered at the minute, you know? Um, yeah, I think we have enough moderators to cover the chat at this moment in time, but I certainly will keep you in mind, sir, and appreciate your support. Right, look, my friends, I am going to call it a night because I think we've covered everything. I will record a tra or well, a news roundup video that will be out in the next few minutes. But, again, I just want to remind you guys about our brand new channel, which is launching September the 20th with Manchester United's trip to take on Bayern Munich. If you want to subscribe to the new channel, it is called Top of the League. You can scan the QR code on the screen now. Or go to the link in the description of this stream and you will see a link, surprisingly enough, uh, where you can subscribe to us over there. We're going to be doing all the breaking news stories. We're going to be doing, you know, debates about certain topics. We're going to be doing watch-alongs of all the big Premier League games, European games. 
and everything that isn't really Liverpool focused we will be doing over on top of the league so would really appreciate your support on that one uh, we're closing in on I think 11,500 or so so please do come across and subscribe and to everyone that wished me a happy birthday thank you so much you're all very kind and I will see you guys same time same place tomorrow half past eight as always have yourselves a lovely evening and uh, thank you for your support talk to you soon bye bye ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me Kiki Palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi mm. hello fresh stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at hellofresh.com let's get this dinner party started imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt now imagine them getting even softer over time that's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.